0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 111 of Making It, I'm Bob Claggett here with David Picciuto. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good
1: morning, good morning. We're recording on a different day today. In the morning. Yes, and in the morning. And earlier.
0: We also have Jimmy Duresta.
2: Hello guys, live and direct from Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs>
0: Louisville, you're up in my country. Yep. Yeah, actually really close to where I grew up, like 45 minutes you're you're near the airport, right? Is that what you
2: said? Yep, I'm right near the airport. I'm uh, at my buddy's shop, Proof Media Mix, and we're going to be working on some bullet nice. bourbon stuff this week. Sweet.
0: Are those going to be videos?
2: Oh yeah, I'm making that steel sign that I talked about. I Instagrammed about it a little bit, and uh, we are installing a. There's a brand new distillery in Shelbyville, right on the highway. It's a multi-million dollar complex put together by Bullet, So now Bullet has like one central location where they're going to be making their liquor. And the place is just extremely technical. And now we're coming in to give it a little bit more homey feel. And one of those things is this big metal earthy looking sign I'm putting up. Nice. It's going to be fun. Right after we're done, we're going to hop in the car and drive about 40 miles to the east. And we're going to start the installation right away.
0: Cool. Um, David, what are you up to? Uh, I
1: haven't. Once again, I haven't been home too much, but I did find time to edit a video. We made a cutting board, kind of an over-the-sink cutting board that has a strainer going one side. And then on the other side is a little lip where you can slide a plate underneath. So you can chop your fruits and vegetables and throw it nice. in a strainer or on the plate. And that came out pretty good. That is coming out on Thursday, which should be yesterday. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> this, yeah. this this podcast is about time travel. Um, that's right. Yeah, so that's that's what I've been
0: doing. I, I spent a week editing one video. <laughs> gotcha. So no, no progress on the uh, air freshener replacement?
1: No. Uh, I'm actually hoping to shoot that in a couple days. We'll, we're going nice. to see. I, I think what I'm going to do for that is I'm going to shoot two videos and release two videos on the same day going to shoot hmm. the a laser version, and then I'm going to shoot a little coping saw version. So Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good idea.
2: Do you think Sweet. it's possible? Could you just take a silhouette of any tree and then just put it on a string? Do you think you'd get hassled?
1: Well, since they are a sue-first, ask-questions-later company, <laughs> I don't even want to mess with it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm making that video. Yeah, it'd
0: be really... It'd be really interesting to see what their um, requirements are for their trademark, like how specific the design shape needs to be and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm huh? a, I'm, a, I'm a very
1: small business, and uh, I do not <laughs> want any trouble.
0: No team of lawyers behind you? No. Uh, you might think so, but there is not. <laughs> cool. Um, well, I've been working on... You know stuff. Um, I think the foosball table that I mentioned last week is going to come out this week if we can get the video and the plans done for it and everything. Did you you uh, made that in collaboration? Correct. I did. And yeah, you, do I was you out have possession of it? I don't. I made it for them oh, to put in okay. their office. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was it was in at MatterHackers in California, and it was made so that they could have it in their office to play and stuff. Uh, bummer. So and it, it, yeah. <laughs> He was like, well, we can ship it to you if you really want it. And I'm like, well, the reason I would never made one before, because it's been on my list for a long time, the reason I've never made one is because I don't have a place to put it. Mm. So, you know, maybe someday I'll make another one, but uh, yeah, for now, I, I don't have a spot for it. Mm. But hopefully we'll get that video ready. It's kind of a big one. There, there's like a lot to it, and uh, the plans are... It's, it's interesting because there's woodworking plans to actually make the table, which is not very complicated, but there's that and then there's all the 3d printing stuff there were like 140 3d printed parts on that table so the design library with all of those free files they had to put together and they put them up and then they wrote an article like listing all the files telling you what materials they used and so this is like one of the more elaborate projects you know because it's not just me it's somebody else involved and stuff like that so um yeah hopefully that'll be done this week. And then I'm just working on some other stuff that won't be out for several weeks and trying to get things to sponsors for approval. So I have plenty of time ahead and things like that, but nice. Uh, yeah. So real quick, I wanted to follow up from last week and I don't want to harp on this at all, but I do want to say thank you to the people. We got some really super encouraging emails after last week's show about like, you know, don't listen to the haters and you know, we're support you even if we're, you know, not as vocal as the, haters are i i think uh it came off last week like we were complaining about the people that were sounding negative and that i don't think that was the intention the intention was don't worry about being perfect right we're not it doesn't matter (laughs) so uh if if we came off whiny or sad or upset sorry about that that wasn't the intention it was hopefully to encourage everybody to just do your thing and it doesn't have to be perfect for you to do it and go for it so yeah that's the whole podcast right there we could have, we could have recorded <laughs> yeah. it in like thirty seconds. That's true. Yeah. Oh well. It was also a good therapy session for us, though. I guess just to to talk through it and stuff. But uh, we're gonna leave that behind because I don't wanna. Oh, what 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 is this? What I what I forgot.
1: Uh, this is the current issue of Popular Woodworking magazine, and I'm on the cover. Or at least my was, cutting board is whoa. on the cover. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I just wanted to. Give myself a shout out, I guess. <laughs> Can I do shout that here to in myself? Podcast? Sure. Yeah. Of
2: course. So
1: yeah. So
0: is there an article about it? Yeah, or what's basically the, what's on the
1: inside. Basically they pulled one of the chapters from the, the book that I wrote and put it in the magazine. Oh wow.
0: Yeah. How does that work
1: with if you have a I they worked with the publisher, I Yeah, guess. they worked with the publisher. They 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 actually okay. they're like, hey, they came to me and said, Hey, we want to use one of your cutting boards for the magazine and i and i hopefully it wasn't rude but i said i don't really have time to repurpose it for the magazine you talk to the publisher you have my permission to use it i just you guys work it out and uh and all of a sudden the magazine showed up in the mail with with my cutting board on the cover
0: (laughs) that's awesome very cool um What else we got? Anything other new before we get to the topic? Any other news? Or I feel like there was something else we were gonna mention.
1: No, I will say my video output is going to be slow over the next next few weeks while we take care of dad. And Mm -hmm. uh, um, man, I was doing good. I was I was behind or I was ahead on videos, and last week and this week I'm I'm eating them all up. So there might be a a slow
0: output over the, the next few weeks. Same with me. It's interesting how that hap- it It's interesting how that happens though. Like you get ahead, and you're like, "Sweet, I'm going to stay ahead," mm-hmm. and then that gets used up. But that's why you get ahead. That's right? why you I get ahead. That's head. what it's for. Yep. So. It's
2: like the laundry; it never stops being need- <laughs> it Never stops needing to be done. Same with the videos. But, yeah,
0: that's very true. Especially I- when you have four kids that make tons <laughs> of laundry. <laughs> But uh, if you guys I had, don't mind... Actually I had to stop the laundry so that, I, so that it's not in the background. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, good. we're learning. We're
2: learning. <laughs> yeah, we're learning. Just a quick update from me. I talked about it in my vlog this week, but not everybody sees that. But Because um, I'm getting emails and people are asking and they're getting anxious that I'm moving out of the city. I just secured a 5,000 square foot warehouse and I'm going to move all my stuff into that warehouse. It's going to basically be like my... Uh, my center of dumping grounds—I guess you can call it—my official dumping grounds. It's not a—it's not a workshop that I could actually use, not now anyway. The please, landlord,
0: please make a sign that says "Jimmy's official dumping ground." And That's actually on a front. great that idea. Be,
2: the, rest of the official dumping fantastic. ground. But it's a great covered space. I could even put cars in there. It's a—you know—it's street level and it's a great—it's a great. Uh, what you, you know, they call it like a repository or a depository for all my crap. So I'm happy about that because that alleviates the stress of, like, where is this stuff going to go? And so mm. I am, uh, I'm I'm going to put stuff there. The gas station is, is uh, boy, oh, boy, small town politics is interesting to deal with. You mm. know, I'm like, and now that I got that, every three seconds I want to just get up and walk out of the meetings. But I have to try and be patient. Taylor keeps grabbing my thigh saying, just be quiet and let's listen. But uh, the idea mm. of renting uh, something that's been sitting abandoned for 40 years And everybody would love to see something turn into it. At least that's what they said in the first couple of meetings. But now, I'm not sure that they want to see anything happen there because we got to do a study, we got to do a site visit, we got to do this, we got to do that, and it's just, like I said, just zoning laws and stuff, and it's not fun. And boy, oh boy, you wonder why it hasn't been done sooner. I wonder if this has anything to do with it. Uh, yeah. So, if this doesn't happen, it's not because of anything other than the town. Because me and the owner are talking every day. We really want to try and make this work. But small town politics.
0: So, so I have a question about the, the warehouse. Is it not a viable option to, to work out of? Is it just a storage type
2: uh, It what? is, yeah, at the moment. Um, yeah, because... I might get in there and things might change, but it's a little it's a little insecure in the way that like it needs the door needs to be changed. It's it's a warehouse that's been sitting unused also for many 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 years, and the owner thought he was going to sell the place. And it's a big complex. It's an old factory, so it's a big complex. And this is just one of like five buildings, and they're all been in mm. disuse and in dis- disrepair. So I I looked at this one space. I said this is perfect for me. Me and Willie are going there, and we'll work on it. and We'll get it fixed up. You know, with the screw gun and some plywood. And make it secure, and change the door that needs to be changed, and and it's it's in an inconspicuous spot. I'm not really worried about security per se, but um, it it is like the set of Saw. So that I'm looking forward to like flying my drone in there and and filming stuff and doing stuff like that. And it's attached to like another thirty thousand square foot warehouse that is just sitting empty. And. And he said, "He goes, you could do what you want in here." He goes, but I don't know. I got to put walls up and stuff. The owner is so sweet. He's such a nice guy. I look forward to having a good relationship with him, and uh, you know, a creative. He said, "Oh, he goes, if you want to get creative, I need to figure out what to do with this place. So, I'm probably gonna make Saw 15 in there." <laughs> But it's nice. it's a cool spot, so I'm looking forward now. Now now I'm now I'm like amped up to like start getting stuff out of there, and, and I'm obviously going to go through all my stuff and keep some of it and give some of it away and give a lot of my materials away just because the consumables don't necessarily need to be moved, especially the consumables I have that have been around for years. So if uh, hmm. anybody wants materials in yeah. they local, I'll be giving a lot of stuff away.
0: Yeah, could you do like a open house kind of thing? Like once you get everything that you want to keep out of your Mm-hmm. shop in the city and then like whatever's left just have an open house hey come get free stuff
2: and Just that's like, a, it's a really good idea I wasn't thinking of it like that but yeah the logistically that works take what I need and then leave what I don't need and if you know at the end of the day I'll just throw it away but yeah the good thing the good thing I mean, is I, the, the building is going to take the space back and use it as like a workshop for themselves so they said if you want to leave oh. any tools that we could use but I definitely give it to the fans. Cause I know if I leave it to the building and no disrespect to the building, I just know it'll sit there unused for a long time because they have a lot of other stuff to deal with. So I'd rather the fans right. get it than anybody else, but we'll see. It's a good idea. Hmm. Well,
0: that's, yeah. It sounds like a pretty good option. Even if you did have to leave stuff there, I mean, at least it has a purpose, you know, yeah. it won't just get trashed. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so we had an idea for the show today. Well, actually we didn't have the idea. Paul Murray sent this in. If you had to choose only one subject, in quotes, to create within for a career, like furniture or props or knife making, etc., what would be your favorite or least favorite? So, I thought it'd be fun if we went around and guessed the answer for the other two people first. Yeah. <laughs> and so we can figure out, you know, like what we think the other person would choose for the f- favorite and least favorite. And then we'll go around and talk about it. Is that cool with you guys?
1: Yeah. Sounds fun.
0: Okay. Who wants to go first? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you guys? Okay, how about this? Uh, Jimmy, you and I both guess for David. Okay, so we have to guess. You two can guess for me.
2: Right. All right. Sounds good. So we have to guess guess what what David's going to want to do for the rest of his life (laughs) (laughs) as he pours coffee.
0: That that is coffee, not a urinal. (laughs) Promise. I saw it on the video. It's my soundboard. <coughs> this week I'm running yeah. the soundboard. <laughs> uh, it is kind of weird to be drinking coffee while we're doing the podcast. I like it, yeah, but it is different because we usually yeah. record late in the afternoon. Oh, we get, all have coffee now. jimmy has got a whiskey mug. <laughs> it's so coffee, in full it, of right? whiskey.
2: <laughs> no Irish coffee. Um, what? So we got to figure out what David want to what he would want to work on.
0: Yes. What he would, if he had to pick one thing, what it would be for the career, and then one thing that he so, would not want to do, absolutely not want to do.
2: So, you know, I, I think our brains do this unconsciously. Like, we, we immediately summarize people in our minds. So, like, when I think of, mm-hmm. you know, this person, like, these images pop into mind and that person and so on. And so, when I see David Picciuto and I see your branding online, for some reason, what pops up with me all the time is postmodern furniture. <laughs> like that 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 white and yeah. walnut thing you did. So mm-hmm.
1: yep. that
2: that like to me that seems like the type of thing that you might be comfortable doing because there's a lot of there's a lot of lateral movement in there to like create and design. Although you like you're within a school of of thought, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of creative a lot of creative lateral movement in there to come up with new stuff and combinations of shapes and spaces and stuff and. Almost anytime anybody does anything postmodern, it, it's always kind of, it's almost guaranteed to be sexy, it seems. Mm-hmm. So mm.
0: Mid-century modern, is that what
2: you mean? That's right, yeah. Mid-century? What did, what did I say? Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what I said. Century modern? What did postmodern. I say? Oh. Mid-century modern, you're absolutely <laughs> right. What is postmodern, then? I don't even know.
0: It's nebulous, exactly what that is, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's almost, almost futuristic, nebulous. but like a retro <laughs> futuristic. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it means postmodern. That's what nebulous means. <laughs> Wait, I don't, yeah, I would agree with that. I don't I think, think anybody could argue I, that. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely see you being comfortable coming up with like a lot of variations on that theme because it is kind of a theme. Like it's a, a genre of furniture and architecture and stuff. But yeah, you're right, Jimmy. There's a ton of room there to, to play. And I feel like David would end up doing art pieces and furniture pieces within that style. Mm-hmm. I feel like he could take that really far and you would enjoy it.
2: And that's okay. It. What about
0: least favorite? Uh, least favorite?
2: Oh no, I was going to say, would you would would you guys both consider that gas station? You've seen pictures of the gas station. I'm trying to get. That's yeah. would that be considered mid century modern, right?
0: Yeah. Is oh that? yeah, for sure. Yeah. I look at it and I'm like, those wind. Yeah. Those windows. That's yeah. like the thing. I think.
2: Yeah. Cool. I wasn't thinking that. So we just talked about. All right. So the least favorite thing. Um. You'll never want to do like a lifelong journey of resin. <laughs> resin products hmm. <laughs> and like curing un- resin <laughs> that
0: would be me I think um, <laughs> I, I think I think it would be electronics I think like if you had to build circuits that seems to me like I think you would be good at it because I think you have the focus for it but I think it would be super tedious for you to do interesting yeah yeah okay Jimmy let's do Jimmy
2: uh oh okay <laughs> Wait, Bob. What, what, what do you think Dave would do what? for for life? Do you agree with the postmodern? Uh,
0: oh yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought maybe you had a different mid-century suggestion. modern. Yeah.
0: No, I agree with you. So you
2: say mid-century modern, I'll say postmodern, Whatever the hell difference. Is. <laughs> 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 they,
1: they they intersect. They definitely intersect. So.
2: Okay, I don't. know. I'm just joking. I All have right.
1: no idea. For Jimmy, can I can I go first? <laughs> go for it. I, I'm going to go with blades. knives or something with blades because obviously jimmy likes working with blades but he also likes upsetting professional blade makers or knife makers and jimmy would get enjoyment out of upsetting (laughs) those trolls
2: i really would huh
0: i actually think it'd be something a little more mechanical I don't know i could actually i I feel like jimmy would burn through knife ideas in a couple of years and then he'd be like yeah i've done every knife possible that you could do (laughs) Hmm. i kind of see like like restoring cars because that seems to me like a really good combination of the mechanical side of things the aesthetic side of things there's a lot of like creation that can happen with you know shapes and you know creative body panels and and interiors there's Mm -hmm. a lot of leather work and there's yeah, restoring cars seems to me like the overall package, like a good summation of a lot of your skills. Yeah, yeah. They're
2: both good, good answers. Answer. Honestly, both answers when you guys, when we were talking about the concept of this, I guess we're going to wait, right? We're going to wait, I can't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah wait, yeah. okay, because I, I got a good answer, but I'll
0: wait. <laughs> so what about uh, things he would hate to do? Ooh. <laughs> well. That's tough. That is, that is, that is tough. I can um, give you some
2: answers. <laughs> I
1: uh bourbon installations (laughs) no no no. i love these guys i like these
0: guys. (laughs) anything Well, i'll say that peeks his head and he goes you're fired
2: (laughs) (laughs) no no i love coming to kentucky and i love working with these guys and i'm happy that we're back and like i said in in that podcast a couple months ago when i said i haven't worked for these guys all year it was just budget stuff and you know i'm getting to know i'm getting reacquainted with these guys and i know you know it's it's nothing to do with me personally that i haven't been here
0: yeah I don't know. What would he hate doing? I, I um, think, honestly, it would be just
1: making things that other people designed. You know, having clients. Oh. Hmm. That's good.
0: idea. Yeah. Like that. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, I would have thought, I was thinking, like, more of a, a materials technique, mm. but that that makes a lot more sense, you know, like, just the idea of, of doing other people's
2: Can work. it be a little bit darker? You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this like so it's, is blue. It's absolutely black. Well, it's a little bit of a blue black. Hmm, let me get my brother in here to say no. I've been through that. Cool. Before.
1: <coughs> All right. What about me? All right. Yeah. What do you think, Jimmy?
2: Hmm. I. I mean, obviously, Dave, uh, Bob, Bob, you you excel at electronics and code and. That seems to come mm. natural to you. But about that. What do you, I think? I think what you really would want to spend the rest of your life doing, and is is exactly what Bill Duran is doing—making hmm. a profitable hmm. living at making props and you know the, the whole world of of actual movie props and you know cosplay and that stuff. Because it's some of the some of the the most impressive work you've done in, in the last year and a half is that stuff. And you know, I look at some of the the stuff you're doing, I'm like, wow. You know, and I'm sure you must feel the same with sense of accomplishment, having be like. You look at that helmet you did, and you just go, "Holy smokes! I can't believe I made this." Because I know I've had that feeling. So, hmm. interesting. I think I'm
1: going to go something that's family-oriented, like uh, m- making toys, but maybe not necessarily, like. Children's toys, but toys that you could still enjoy as an adult. So there's uh, high end electronic, maybe there's some programming involved or some electronics, and uh, you yeah. know, because I, I, you you have you've made two video game projects, mm-hmm. and I just I just see something along those lines,
0: huh? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, what the other end of it? The other what end. Did I hate.
2: I'd say anything having to do with a a lathe and a welding tool. (laughs) Lathing and welding. Really? A weld lathing.
0: (laughs) I would definitely (laughs) hate weld lathing.
2: Rotary welding. No, I I would say only because I just haven't seen you do it enough and and there obviously isn't a fire within you. Um, I, I, I could see you getting more and more into welding, but I don't see you really getting too deeply involved in lathing. Because hmm. you know you had so much opportunity to do it, you just keep avoiding it. But that's, <laughs> that's just not my entirely
1: true. Hmm. Well, it's definitely not going to involve a jigsaw. Um, <laughs> here's the th- here's the thing. That's that's a good point. With Bob is there's no focus on your channel, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but you do a a broad thing. Like one week mm-hmm. it's woodworking, and another week you're teaching us how to do program an arduino uh so that's it's a little it's a little tough mm, i don't
0: know i don't know hmm, hmm. let me look into your okay. eyes <laughs> look deeply into my yeah. eyes through skype um yeah okay well that that's good let's uh let's go around and actually tell the true answers all right mm. so i suppose
1: i you go first yeah yeah you go first all right So something that if I wanted to pigeonhole myself into, and Jimmy, I think you're in the right direction, but I would want to do art-based stuff, non-practical, visual
2: sculptures,
1: wall hangings type stuff. I would do that now if I could make a living doing it, but I can't. Um, And I, I, I've trained pinterest i'm finally getting pinterest to show me the things that i want to see and if i go through my pinterest and i go through my instagram it's all sculptures it's all paintings it's it's all wall hangings and art and non-functional things and that's it's just something i'm really into here's a th- here's i have a couple ideas for some art projects that i'm afraid to do and here's why because i don't do enough art projects to do it where i'm good enough yet it's like anything you need to keep doing something and you get better over time well i have a couple ideas that i think are so good that i don't want to do at the beginning i want to build up the 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 skills and and the refinement before hmm. i actually do them. you guys ever encounter
0: that that's interesting for art pieces though because <clears throat> i can't imagine well hmm in my mind, when I think of an artist, like just take a painter just because that's my point of reference. Um, I've I've never known a painter to not paint something because they wanted to be a better painter first. I've always thought of people wanting to like, <clears throat> they continually paint that thing over and over and over and over and over and over until they get it like they want it to get. Yeah. yeah. So that that's kind of interesting to hear. I'm not saying that's, you know one is better or worse than the other. Right. I've just never thought of art that way. I always think of it like you you beat it into submission, you know, you you beat the skill into place until you get what you want out of it.
1: That's a, huh. that's a good point. The problem with that is because of what we do, we we record, we we document and then we show everybody this thing that we made. If I made the same sculpture week after week after week in a new one, people are going to be like, "Okay, dude, we're, we're we're tired. <laughs> we're tired of your that, sculpture.
2: That could be a long-term yeah. documentary series where you just start with like a maybe even a time lapse where it's like the same thing hundreds huh. of times in a row that you you'll release that in like two years from now. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, okay. Here's an idea. What? So we talked uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, about not really having hobbies. About how we all, you know, like what we do is our thing. Mm-hmm. What about that? What about taking that? piece or pieces that you want to perfect or you want to improve and do them outside of the video world. You know, do those things like once a week, you just turn off the cameras, you spend a couple hours working on this thing as a refinement process, you know, to give yourself like an off-camera thing to do, but also further your interest in eventually being able to create the video that you want to create about the art that you want to create.
2: I I do that. Actually, I do that. Yeah, that's great. I do do that once in a while as an exercise I turn the camera off. And I'm just like, let me just express, let me, let me practice this without.
1: Hmm. But- the The problem, I, I, a lovely idea in, the, in, in a perfect world, that would be great. But again, it's like, there's so many of those things that I want to do. I want to, I still want to get better at playing instruments. I still want to get better at programming music. I still want to get better at photography. I want to get, I want to dive into art and i don't have the time or or maybe i tell myself i don't have the time but it feels like from the time i get up to the time i go to bed seven days a week i am doing something and i just i can't squeeze that that thing in there and when i do want to squeeze those things in there i justify it by making a video of it so i actually have right, right. um i actually have a couple music videos that i might put up not music videos but of, of how... I'm, I'm, I'm working on some songs, and I'm trying to document how I'm writing those songs, and it's definitely an influence from other YouTubers. And um, this isn't a path that I'm going to keep pursuing, but I kind of want to... If I'm writing these songs and I document it, it makes it worth it for me if I can make a video of it. Right,
0: yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> the counter to that, I-, I totally agree with you, the counter to influence you in a different direction is to say... If that's the only way that you can justify pursuing something that you're interested in, there will be a lot of things you'll never do. (laughs) That's true. That is so true. So, so, I mean, I think... And I'm I'm speaking to myself when I say this. Mm -hmm. I think there's a point where we have to say, like, sometimes you just have to practice. Sometimes you just have to be in a room by yourself with nobody watching and just do a thing a thousand times until you get better at it. Because... The only way you'll ever play on stage is if you've practiced in a room for a thousand hours, you know. Right. Um, So if you want to make that art and you want to make a video of it, you got to start making the art. True. Challenge. Gauntlet thrown down. (laughs) Art challenge. Life coach.
2: You know what you can (laughs) do too? I mean, I, I tell my students this often when it comes to not having time to do something, scale back your attempt. And a lot of times my students think they jump right in without any without any uh consciousness of the scale of their attempt so i say you know you could Hmm. you could paint paint paintings on the pin of a head or make sculptings out of pencil erasers and that even though it's all much smaller there is a certain there's a tremendous level of skill involved in developing those techniques that will get you to a point so if you want to develop a skill it doesn't necessarily have to be carved out of marble each week that would obviously take a mm-hmm. lot of time, you know. Just carving as the example, or painting as the right. example. Instead of making a painting that's the size of a wall, you make a painting that's you know, on four by four tiles, for instance, uh, you know, as a series. So you just scale back your your project and whatever it is, and so you could kind of you have a little bit more time to get it done. Yeah, that's
0: a good idea. Like zoom into a particular piece of it and work on that little yeah. piece. Hmm. Okay, what's the the flip side, David? What's the thing that you would hate?
1: So here's to- the thing on, on the, the, the things that I, that I hate. I think over the past few years, especially over the past three or four years, I've done a very good job of eliminating things in my life that I don't like. Hmm. And I've made pretty much a career out of eliminating things that I don't like. So I, I don't have a, a very specific thing, but I do know that my... I change my mind on what I like doing all the time, everything, everything evolves. And so I could see myself, you know, a couple of years down the road saying, you know what? I never want to make a small wooden box or cutting board ever again, you know, because I've done that and I'm tired of it. But right now, you know, these little crafty projects I do enjoy making. So I don't have an answer. And hmm. when I do have an answer, uh, it, it the answer will change over
0: time. Hmm. So it's almost, I mean, I'm not speaking for you, but it sounds like it might be that being forced to not evolve and not, you know, not be able (laughs) to look into new things might be the thing that would be awful for you to be stuck in. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm kind of the same way, you know, in that I would hate to have to make the same thing a thousand times. And, like, if, if my job was making globes on an assembly line ice for picks. the rest of my life.
2: <laughs> or ice picks.
0: Yeah, my head would explode to just do the same task over and over without letting it at least turn into, like, you know, different types of globes or different scale of globes or, what you know, whatever. Ice picks. Mm-hmm. What's that, Jimmy? <laughs> ice picks. I think picks. there's some static coming through. It sounds like you're saying ice picks. but I'm...
2: <laughs> Ice picks.
0: Alright, moving on. Cool. Jimmy, what about you? What's the your favorite and least favorite?
2: Oh, well, it's funny because I, I had a real successful knife grind this week which, with my wavy cane and the knife blade, which is going to be on my uh, YouTube probably after this weekend. Um, I got close, but not close enough to finish that video just before I left for Louisville, so I'm going to probably have a repeat this week and I'll get a lot of hate mail, but that's okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I I love the idea of tackling complicated knife grinds. The reason I don't make more knives is because there's so many similar knives out there. Like, I know when I see a knife I think is sexy, I'm like, well, it already exists. So it's hard for me to kind of zero in and make one that would be, you know, a successful accomplishment for me personally. So that's why I end up making the wavy blades. This is the second one I've made. And I really uh, I developed a technique this time around that I did not have last time, which makes life a lot shorter and easier. Um, so I see myself doing more of those. Uh, so that was an absolute nail and the nail on the spot when you guys said that, and um, that, and then also machining. Of course, machining is definitely something that I'm trying to tackle, and uh, I'm getting. Uh, and oh, and, and in the context of this conversation, I got a call yesterday from from TorchMate, and they're going to send a technician out to teach me how to use the machine and also fix the uh, software problems that I'm having. So. Um, so when she said, uh, yeah, we're going to send somebody out next Tuesday, I was like, wait, to my place? She's like, really? I was like, what? I was so excited. She, the, she giggled. The excitement <laughs> in my voice was like, you really going to send somebody to help me? I'm so excited. So, uh, you know, tackling and learning <laughs> learning to, uh, technology and, and CNC machining. I'm really bad at it, and, you know, sometimes I feel stifled as far as, like, how to uh, tackle a a project and uh, you know if i if i if i was more in the environment to be able to share ideas with more people like that more often obviously i think my would grow quicker but the car thing was another great call because uh it definitely is something i'm looking forward to working in this garage this car has this garage has a lift i don't know if it works i don't know if i can get it working but it has those old school lifts the ones that like pump out of the ground like a hydraulic lift so it has those in there and so I'm looking forward to trying to get those working. Also, you know, just for the great visuals or whatever that which provide for video. Um, so yeah, no, both really good calls. So, hmm. what would I? Okay,
0: what about the other end?
2: The what end would I thing? dislike the most? Doing flooring. That's oh. <laughs> huh. Anything that Anything that gets me on my knees and having me to bend down, pick up heavy stuff. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I'm get, I'm just getting older, and I need to exercise more, and that's like a given. But uh, lately, my, I'm like my mobility from the waist down is just not as good as it used to be. And uh, sometimes I drop things in the shop, and I just leave them on the ground, and I go cut another piece of wood instead of bending down and picking it up. Me and Brett were talking about that the other day, <laughs> and actually having my ice hmm. pick in hand i haven't shown it but every time i drop something i pick it up with the ice pick i just poke it and pick it up with the ice pick so i don't have to bend (laughs) all the way down
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so it's only a matter of time before jimmy starts carrying one of those like robotic arm grabber (laughs) things like on his tool belt (laughs) so you can just (laughs) hold main grabber i got like
2: five of them upstate because i drop things behind the lathe and i don't feel like getting down on my hands and knees to get it so i just like reach behind the lathe with the hand picker upper um
0: I would love to see that hanging on your belt at Maker Fair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, anything, any, I, a, I anything <laughs> having to get down on my, uh, you know, having to bend down, like flooring and just lugging, and I'm like so over it. And you guys made the call of like no client work, and that's that's exactly right because with no client work, I can dictate the height of the projects I'm doing. They don't have to be floor to ceiling, <laughs> in a closet, up a yeah. set of stairs, in an attic. So that you guys nailed it. Yeah. And me and my brother always make the joke because we've seen people like when we were younger we watched my dad cater to the whims of you know my dad did a lot of handyman stuff and we always make it's been a lifelong family joke of like is that how it's going to look cuz you bring something to someone's house you put it down and they go is that how it's going to look It's here. Of course that's mm. how it's going to look, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> it's like is Is that the color it's gonna be? No, it's here in your house and I'm gonna paint it while it's here. No, this is the color it's gonna be. This is the is that the swatch I chose? You know, like those little things just like it like completely deflates your bubble when you think you're about to be done with a project and someone says, Is that the color I picked? And you know (laughs) you're in for a world of trouble. So hmm. you know, those are those incidences those incidents are less and less in my life now. So I'm really happy about that.
1: That's what life yeah. is about—is refining and 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 finding the right path.
2: Yep, absolutely. And, and enjoying. You said, it, you said it a minute ago. You said it a minute ago, and, and thankfully, I'm, I'm able to be able to choose more and more. You know, because of my audience mm-hmm. and you know the the YouTube stuff and you know getting some advertisers and stuff. So I'm really grateful for that.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh, for me, I think. Jimmy, I think you were right on with the uh, the prop thing, Ooh. and I mean, I'm kind of. It's I know that the purpose of this exercise is to pick a small piece of the thing, but like I get to do it now. I mean, I think we we all are doing what we want to do, our favorite thing to do, <clears throat> but within that overall group, yeah, I think you're right. The prop stuff is really interesting to me, and it's taking a a lot more of my mind and my interest than I expected it would when I started doing it. And I think the biggest reason for that is that the majority of these things, when you make a prop from a movie or a TV show or from a whatever, these things don't exist in the real world. Usually, you know. Um, And I think that's what's so interesting to me about them. It's like, I can build tables. Tables are already there. Tables have a very specific purpose and they have to function within you know physics, like they have to be able to stand up and hold things and whatever. And then when you make a prop, it doesn't have to work like it would in you know mm. in the real world. And it can just it can exist for the sake of it existing. And uh, you can make things that just don't have to like follow the rules of the, of everything else. So I think that's part of why that's so interesting to me. And um, it you you get to fake materials right so like you get to make these things that look like they're made of metal you know i've never done any blacksmithing i'd love to someday but i can make a big thing that's made out of foam that looks like it was blacksmithed Mm -hmm. with enough effort that's pretty awesome yeah it's cool that you can like fake the materials any material that you want to use and that
2: becomes part of the art is faking it oh yeah a lot of the art involved in what you've done
1: i have a question for you as an adult did you do any prop making before two years ago that we didn't see? Nope. No. So nope. this is all new to you. So you're still in that, that honeymoon phase of, like, you're, you're super into it right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying not to be, like, too into it. I'm trying not to do too much of it. I want to space it out among the other things that I do. But, yeah, there's... There's like a part of me that's just always like, oh, I want to do another one. I want to do another. Oh, I should probably wait so people don't get sick of phone things or (laughs) whatever. That's cool. I mean, Um, I I love seeing people get excited about uh, a thing, you know, that that brings
1: them happiness. So that's really cool.
0: Yeah. And I think it's one of the other things that's interesting enough to me about it is that it's not a particular medium necessarily. Um, If you want to make a hammer or if you like, if you want to make knives, for instance you're metal working. That's it. Right? I mean, you may do some wood for the handles, you may do some whatever. But it's metal. With prop stuff, it's I get to do electronics, 3D printing, foam work, uh, you know, plaster body work, I get to do 3D modeling. There's just there's a lot to do. A lot of different skill sets that can be wrapped up and still produce a thing that, you know, looks like whatever, it looks like a space helmet or a gun. So, yeah, I think I think you're right on with that if i had to pick one
1: yeah that's cool
0: i like seeing the Um, aging process when you try to wear things and 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 weather them yeah yeah that's fun yeah and you get to like kind of write a story about it like when i was doing the helmet the short trooper helmet i was trying to think of you know if someone was wearing this and they were running down the beach shooting other people and then they tripped and fell like where would it hit and what would get scuffed and just thinking through stories like that, simple mm-hmm. things are just like, oh, that's that's fun. You don't think of that, when you're like, I'm gonna make a table and think about how this table was weathered in war. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> Although there are people who will distress a table and take chains and, oh, yeah. and, and you know, yeah. But but yes, I get I get it. That's cool. Very true.
0: Yeah. What, so what was the thing you said that I
2: would hate?
1: I don't remember.
0: Boy, oh,
2: Rewind I couldn't
1: tape. I couldn't find one. I couldn't think of one.
2: Um, hmm. Wow. What did we say? <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know. We didn't keep notes. Yeah. Hold on. Wait. Let's think for a second. Uh,
0: right. Well, I think I think what it would be is kind of similar to you, David. I think I think having to do one thing over and over or being stuck in like a a production. Oh, line, I said I found early, early on.
2: I'm sorry. No, I you said that about David. It. That's right. That's right.
0: It did not really matter. Um, but the few times where I've had to make a bunch of something. You know, when I, was gonna, when I first got started, I was going to sell these things, and that was kind of the purpose or what I thought was going to be the vehicle. Um, it was so tedious for me to do things, even a couple of times. I just, no matter how much I liked the thing that I was making or the process that I was using, I got so bored having to redo the exact same thing. Um, just my personality, I think that just doesn't work super well. And even, like, there's been several projects where, you know, I always talk about how I the things I would do differently at the end of a, a video and stuff because I, I do legitimately find stuff at the end of every project that, like, man, I should have done this differently or this would have been better. Um, it's really super hard for me to go back and actually put any of that stuff into practice because I just don't have interest in redoing hmm. another pair of wooden sunglasses. <laughs> like, I did the thing. I learned – because I think I found about myself – That the reason I like to bounce around between all these different, um, skill sets and these different material types is that I'm just, I just want to build up the knowledge and just have all of these things in my pocket. And like, I understand how to technically, how to make a pair of wooden sunglasses. Now I don't really need to do it. Another one just to perfect it. The next time I need to do one, I'll perfect it then. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Because I realized a little while ago, a couple months ago, I was thinking about stuff like this, and I think that the reason I like to bounce around is because, and and not focus super hard on one area, is that I want to be able to, at any time, make anything that I want. And I can't do that if I spend six months learning how to cut dovetails, or MIG weld perfectly, you know, in a beautiful way, or like fully use fusion three sixty you know if i if I dive super deep in one time um, that just doesn't i don't know it feels like I would be really good in one thing and not anything and what <clears throat> what I think I actually want to be able to do as a person is just anytime I want to make something, I have the bare minimum skills, the bare minimum material knowledge, and the bare minimum tools to go make that thing you know?
2: go it, yeah,
0: yeah. Old MacGyver, not new MacGyver. (laughs) Did you ever see the new MacGyver? No, I I haven't.
1: I haven't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I think that's me. Hmm, That is you. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) That is you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Any other thoughts? Anything come up while we were chatting about other ideas?
2: No, I I just... uh it's interesting you said how um, with the with the world of making props, it gives you a whole different mindset of thinking through a project, which is which is really it's also it's obviously very liberating not having to make these things actually function in a you know yeah. in a real world. And yeah, it's it's a whole it's it's funny. I almost went into that business, but I ended up getting into the toy business just when I graduated art school. And uh, but the the whole idea of Figuring out, you know, what material looks like another material that is impractical to use in this instance. You know, that's there's, there's a whole art to that, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference, too. I want to make the distinction between, like, replica props and actual, like, uh, screen props. Because, you know, when you make a, a prop for me to put on the wall, it's like it doesn't really matter what it's made out of. It, it doesn't – the stuff I make is not going to take any abuse or anything like that. But when you make stuff for screen use – you usually have to have multiple versions. You have one that's like light enough for an actor to carry around all day. You have one that's going to be strong enough to get beat up in an action scene. You have one that looks super pristine and detailed for up close hero shot type stuff. So there's a really big difference in making props for to hang on the wall and making props to be used on screen. I just want to make that distinction because it's a different <clears throat> a different number of skills, I think, you know, between those two things. They're not one to one, I guess.
2: Yeah. No.
0: Um. Yeah. Cool. Well. You guys, want to talk about what you've been watching? As soon it's as this a jet.
2: Out, you guys I hear that? Is that in your area, Dave?
1: Yeah, there's a like a fighter jet flying over our house.
0: Oh my goodness. I don't know what Trump's doing right now. <laughs> that's Jimmy. Jimmy has his uh, fighter jet soundboard. That he <laughs>
2: wow. That's that's kind of ominous, isn't it? <laughs>
0: well, see, I live I live near an army airfield, and there are giant planes, like the whatever the universe plane or whatever it's called the the huge one. They fly over my house all the time, and so on occasion, my house will just rumble. You
1: mm. know. Wow. <clears throat>
0: one of the first (laughs) this is totally unrelated you can cut it out if you want to my last job the first day of my last job I was working from home I had to get on a uh, go to meeting call or something with my new boss and with the team that I was going to be working with and I was like sweet I'm working from home now I'm going to go work on the back porch so go out on the back porch it's like a spring day it's beautiful I'm out there you know got my mic and headset on and we're talking about a project and this giant plane flies over and as it's going over, I'm like looking at this new piece of software, this Meeting, and I'm like, I don't know where the mute button is. And so oh, I, no. <laughs> just, I just froze, and I didn't hit the mute button thinking, maybe noise canceling will knock it out. And everybody just stopped talking for like <laughs> 30 seconds. And they're just waiting for this giant rumble to go past. Finally, it flew over and left, and my boss was like, Okay, well, Bob, the uh, mute switch is right there. You like told me where it was. <laughs> he could see that it was coming from me. I couldn't get away from it. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, if you get a new job, find the mute switch. Find yeah, mute
2: switch. that's funny.
0: All right, what do we got? What have we been watching? All
1: right, so this is not a joke. This is for real. My pick okay. this week is the Golden Girls. Really? So, I... <laughs> okay i I'm, I'm dead serious, so i haven't watched a lot of youtube uh, i mean i've been listening to my normal podcast, but i haven't found anything new to share with with anybody over the past couple of weeks but the the entire Golden Girls series is on uh, i think it 's Netflix or Hulu one of those two, and we've been watching them once in a while, and the writing is fantastic like there's at least one time every episode where it's a laugh out loud moment i just
0: it's it's a really really good show that's my pick golden grace <laughs>
2: nice awesome. i
0: remember really enjoying that show when mm-hmm. it was on
2: yeah i remember maude because i'm older than you guys the actual tv show Maud, mm-hmm. which i think was a spin-off of archie bunker was uh was a great show uh, you know it was the same actress i can't remember that woman's name but uh
0: Beat?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I forget anyway, name. I remember Maude, that was it was like a groundbreaking show for a few reasons. But uh, it's funny I just don't think the the sitcom has the same quality that it did back in the day. Hmm. The quality, like everyone, I remember as a kid, Archie Bunker and Maude, and some of these shows all had interesting. There was almost there was almost like you know the same sort of quality that goes into like a drama or a movie. The same quality scripting. And nowadays, the sitcoms are just horrible. But that's why you have all these, these, these new shows coming up on all these alternative distribution, like Netflix and stuff, where people are have more ability to be more artful. So yeah. you're getting these, these great shows yeah. and all these these unusual or non traditional methods of. So it's a good it's a good time to watch TV that isn't actually on TV.
1: So yeah, B. Arthur is her name. Just right. keep yep. keep the emails oh, yeah. down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Calm down, guys the email away.
2: <laughs> so my, my pick this week is a young kid, and I think he's in England. His name is Alex Steele. And I've been watching him, but just coincidentally this week, a few people sent me his link, and I've been watching him. So he's amazing. This kid, he's young, and he's got the skills of like a 75-year-old metal worker. He just seems to be able to do anything, and he's got all the machines at his disposal. I don't know. Um, I haven't watched enough videos to know his full story, like if he's in somebody else's shop, but it certainly seems like from the few videos I've watched that he's in his own shop, and he is... He's got a bunch of tools to be jealous of, but he really knows how to use them, and he's an inspiration. So check out Alex Steele. He's a knife maker and a blacksmith, and he just really cranks through these projects like like he was born to do it. Hmm. So good stuff. Awesome. Cool.
0: Um, well, it's funny that you had a TV show because I actually have a TV show as well. Um, I know historically, David, you've said that you don't like superhero shows or <laughs> movies, right? Mm-hmm. I challenge you to try this one because I think you'll like it. So we've only watched the first episode, so that's all I can speak for. It's a new show called Legion, and it's on FX. And I found it on Hulu. It's on Hulu, so you can watch it there for free. And I think there's only like four episodes out. The first episode of this is just – it really drew me in. Um, It's super stylized, this really interesting – uh, visual style and the way it's cut and everything is out of order and it's wrapped around, I don't want to give anything away. It's wrapped around mental illness. And so you're not really entirely sure whether, but it's also a superhero show. So you're not sure what's mental illness and what's superpower and what is real and what's not real. And the way that they shot, at least the first episode of this is just really, really interesting. So, um, Yeah, I don't. I don't want to give anything away. I would challenge everybody if you like. It's a mature show, so you know I'm I'm not saying like it's not like a superhero show you want to watch with your kids or anything. But uh, if you want to see a really interesting take on superhero stuff, go check out at least the first episode. Like I said, can't speak after that. But I was drawn into it, and I can't wait to watch the rest. All right, I'll give it a try. Yeah, and if you don't like it, that's cool too. Um, I guess that's it. You guys got anything else? I think that's it. Right on. Cool. Well, uh, big thanks to our Patreon supporters, as always. We get asked a lot whether we have sponsors for this show from, like, people, like, my friends who don't listen to the show. They're like, how do you pay for the podcast? Patreon. That's how we pay for it. So, big thanks to everybody that supports us. Over there, especially our top patrons who are Luis Gonzalez and Make Build Modify. Those two guys have been our top patrons for a really long time, and uh, really grateful for both of them and everybody else. So, thank
1: you, thank you. If you
0: wanna, if you wanna help out there, that would be awesome. Go to Patreon.com/slash/MakingIt. But also, you can just share the show. You know, like tell people that you think might be interested in, post it to Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. Just you know, share it around for people you think would enjoy it. There seems to be this uh, this hashtag
1: going around that I've I've heard other podcasts talk about tripod. Have you have you are you familiar with this? No. So oh, uh, yeah, a couple I think so a couple py- podcasts. Uh, uh, I think an NPR one and then stuff you should know. They've been talking about this hashtag tripod. I think it's T R Y P O D, and it's just it's trying to inter- introduce a fam a family member family member or a friend to podcasts because not everybody knows what a podcast is yet and just pick yeah. your favorite one and say, Hey, you might like this. This is uh this is a new medium that, that, that people are digging. So
0: sweet. Yep. That's cool. It's funny. Like when I was talking to a friend of mine who was in from New York city uh, this weekend and we got to talking about podcasts and stuff and he didn't even know that I did this. And it was funny talking to someone who's not like a,
2: He's not a hands-on
0: maker like we are, um, but he listens to an entirely different set of podcasts than I do that are really popular and, you know, well-known and stuff. It's just like a different subset of topics and stuff. So it was really cool to, like, talk to somebody who is very well aware of podcasts but just has a different set that they listen to, and so we got to kind of share, uh, you know, lists and reintegrate them. That's pretty cool. But Cool. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, I think. And thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.
2: Right thanks, I love guys. Louisville. Thank you, Uh-oh. guys.
0: <laughs> Me too. Me too.
2: <laughs> hey, Bob. Can yeah. you suggest a good place to hang out tonight?
0: I can't because I haven't actually been to Louisville in like 15 years.
2: <laughs> oh. no, no, I'll Sorry. ask it. I'll ask the fans. Good night. Okay. Love you.